my brother got tickets to a um, an electronic music festival in Miami. What? Uh, yep. Yep. The Jesus. tickets tickets itself were like six hundred dollars, but we're looking at flights right now. We're trying to get a good deal, and uh, I think the ballpark is yeah around two hundred three hundred dollars for the ticket. Um, the ticket out to Miami, I should say, the plane ticket, because, yeah. yeah, again, we already have our tickets to the festival. God, $600, man. For the festival? Yeah. Is it like two, three days or even longer? God, I think it's, I can't remember. I want to say four. Whoa. Um, it's, it's EDC. Um, is it EDC or is it Ultra? I, I don't even know. Like, I'm just I'm just going for the ride. You're just point. going for the fun of it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. And it's in Miami, too. You ever been to Miami? Nope. Dude, I've never been, uh, well, I've been across the border a couple of times. Um, oh, shit. Just the places like Blaine. Um, oh, okay. So, like, yeah. right across the border. Just exactly, like, yeah. Right there. Yeah. I stepped in, and then I came home. I'm back. Yep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but nothing like like time zones or anything. Nothing crazy oh, like no, that. no time zones. So, you haven't flown a lot? Not really, no. Oh, man. I think I flew once when I was like a baby because I have family out in uh, Manitoba, but I don't really count that because I was a baby, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh yeah, like yeah, I, you don't remember anything. Oh, clear as day. Yeah, yeah. I remember everything when I was a baby. I preferred sloppy oatmeal to regular. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> um, <laughs> and, and I thought Barney was this contrived. Like he was an actor in a suit. <laughs> yeah. What a douchebag! Yeah. Big purple douchebag. Cynical baby just sitting there smoking. <laughs> I've seen some shit. <laughs> no, but like when you fly to Miami, you'll love it because like just fly. I love flying just for the flying aspect of it itself. Because like when you take off, you feel the thrust of the engines, and yeah. it's like holy crap! I'm sitting on a freaking rocket here, and then obviously you're flying over stuff. So, um, and, and like when, when we're taking off, sometimes I look around in the cabin. There's like and like no one else is as excited as I am about like oh we're about to take off, guys, guys, guys. Yeah. Gonna, we're gonna feel the engines thrust. And it's gonna be really cool, and uh, everyone else is just like yeah, it's just flying again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so for everybody else it's just tuesday but for you this is like roller coaster at, it, it yeah. is well for that like five minutes that you're actually accelerating and then it's just cruising for like three hours i guarantee i'm gonna be you like guys we're about to take off guys guys you got a long flight too because you're literally crossing the continent corner to corner yeah when you're going to miami oh you're right florida yeah yeah it's, it's gonna be oh it's a long flight when I, when I was doing the map in my head i put miami in california so I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to be fine. Yeah, but like, no, you're right. It's a, cr- a complete uh, diagonal yeah, cross. Pure yeah. diagonal, because uh, my brother flew to, uh, I think it was Dallas once or Houston, somewhere in Texas. And he said it was like, because f- he had to connect through Chicago. It's like a five-hour, six-hour flight. Okay, yeah. it's just yeah. so far. Like, you don't realize how big the United States is. It's just massive. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I, we've been talking a little bit for a while already, and with an unfamiliar voice, I wanted to introduce my guest is Alexander Kerrigan. Hey, that's me. But I'm going to call you Alex, because I like Alex better. That's cool. It's, and yeah. you're going you're gonna to like it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but he's a, uh, he's a radio personality in the great city of Vancouver. He's originally from Langley, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, from Surrey. I'm sorry, from but Surrey. I spent time in Langley, yeah. yeah. You spent time in Langley. I was close. <laughs> Surrey, um, what? You do play-by-play for Langley Rams football. That's- you do... So much stuff. Just just introduce yourself ever so briefly. Well, hi. Uh, my name's Alex. I have, like long walks on the beach. And, uh, <laughs> uh, gosh, what else do I do? Uh, yeah, I've been doing the Langley Rams for about five years now. I uh, just did a year of Surrey Nights in the uh, uh, Junior B Hockey League, the PJHL. Nice. The PJHL. It's it's the off season right now. So yeah. Um, but yeah, just did a year of that. Coming back with uh, another year of that. Actually. I'm in the process of kind of handing that job over to Jamie Sussford, who is... Oh, another uh, classmate of ours. Exactly, yeah. Wow. And uh, Jamie, 
of course, he got a job with the city of Delta, but he's been out of broadcast for a little mm -hmm. while, and he really wanted to get back into it, like specifically sports broadcasting. Oh yeah, and I had him on as a uh, a guest commentator for one of the uh, the games, and oh, that's cool. He did a great job, man. Like he just. Well, I mean, if you love the game, it's it should be kind of almost second nature, right? Well, yeah, that's exactly it. Like when you're doing something like color commentary, you're just talking about your experience, and like, of course, he was also a big baseball guy growing up, but he's a gigantic hockey fan, mm -hmm. so he just knows these things, and I loved having him on because he kind of talked, you know, systematic, like, you know, Surrey Knights are out of their one three one right now, and, you know, that's why we're seeing this. But I'm getting a little off topic, because, like, one of the things I do is Surrey Knights play-by-play. -play. Mm -hmm. um, I also work for Todd Hancock. I do uh, the Talk Oh, the Talk podcast. podcast. That's right, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, somewhere, oh, it's on my phone right now. Let's plug it. Yeah, let's plug another podcast on this podcast, Toddcast Podcast. Toddcast Pod. I've only listened to, like, one or two of his episodes, but I like them a lot. His interviews are great. Well, he's, yeah, he's amazing. Um, yeah. All of that radio experience that he does just really shines through with that. Oh, and, that's cool. And he's a great boss, by the way, too. He's oh, just so... Just a cool guy to work for. Very much. Very nice. much. Uh, and there's one other thing that I do. I just got a job at AM 730. Oh, yeah. All traffic all the time. <laughs> Are you sick of hearing the jingle already? Or So sick. Because <laughs> oh, they only have like the one. And it's this old yeah. one that sounds like it was made in the 90s, which, you know, yeah. like, when you first hear it and when you first get there, it's like, you know, the excitement of that. Is, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. And then it takes about three days. <laughs> and you're just like, I'm tired of yeah, all like, of these jingles. I'm burn this jingle to the ground. Exa yeah, yeah. If I got to hear this stupid Opa commercial one more oh, time. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Uh, I mean, I, I tune into AM730 when it's been busy and stuff. Yeah. yeah. On, on the roads, I'm like, oh, I got to find out, like, is there, like, an accident in the tunnel or on a bridge or whatever? I need to know if I need to divert. And, uh, yeah, you hear that jingle, and you hear, like, the... That's it. That's it. that little alert sound that they have and i'm like oh please stop yeah. oh just give me the updates just give me the updates see before i worked there when i heard that sync like that da -da -da -da, that little alert i'm like oh god here we go <laughs> who's that stuff's happening yeah yeah um oh, no. and i i think that's everything um if i left somebody out i'm sorry oh yeah well but, you're a busy guy that's understandable i mean yeah. at one point i was working at a radio station you even came and you worked temporarily i mean applied it was a bit of a bad situation uh don't want to rag anyone personally. I'm not going to put names in there, but it was just a bad situation. Yeah. And uh, we almost worked together, and we did for like a, a day or two. Yeah, that was a great day. It was one good day, and then it was, and then it was over. Yeah. Um, so that was, I mean, we almost got to work together, but we, we originally met at BCIT when we were both studying for broadcasting. So that's how we know each other. That's how Jamie, yeah, how we know Jamie uh, as well. And uh, that's why I wanted to get you on, because like, I don't think I've had any broadcast people on the podcast really i don't what? know i don't oh, think so yet i'm the first besides myself right. besides myself obviously but i don't do that i don't do that stuff yeah. anymore <laughs> and like i've got to say I've, I've listened to a couple of the podcasts i got to get back onto it more yeah but i really like your banter with your brother and as, oh yeah it's fun i just like talking to him right like naturally it, it sounds like it sounds like you guys have a really good time you guys yeah. sound great together um yeah yeah well the, well the original premise of the podcast was uh like he was moving away like this, we're sitting in what used to be his room, mm -hmm. uh, so we converted it into our podcast studio. Uh, and he was moving away. I was like, "Dude, like, I'm never gonna see you. Like, we're all, we're pretty much best friends. Can I like, can we do something to see each other every week? So we do, we do the podcast every Sunday. Uh, so whether or not we've got something going on, we'll just like, hey, we'll see you Sunday. Like, Aww. it's fucking Sunday. So it's it's really cool. And that's yeah, it's my, that's, he's that's, my brother. 
Yay, baby! <laughs> Do you ever, like... Because I know my brother is definitely my best friend, and yeah. sometimes I feel like I'm cheating when I use my brother as my best friend, because he's family, right? Yeah, it's true. You, you kind of have to be best friends, almost. Yeah, it, well, you, you do kind of have to be, but uh, it also makes me feel really weird when you talk oh, yeah. to people who aren't as close with their siblings. Yeah, who kind of resent their siblings, even. Yeah, it's like, what mm. happened? Because yeah. like, I, I know what happened to, with me and my brother, and I don't hold that against them, so... Yeah, I mean, stuff happens. Yeah. But I don't know. Are you the older or younger brother? I'm the younger brother. You're the younger brother. I'm the okay. baby. Yeah, we're I would have not- called you the. You got the like the the gravitas of an older brother. I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's can you the- be my older brother? No, I'm just kidding. I, I already have one. If you want one, yeah. I mean, I, I, is that inappropriate? I don't know. I mean, I, clearly, you guys have a room up. So <laughs> sweet. I can just move. Let's in. do it. Can you read <laughs> War and Peace? Because I've just got that over there. No, dude. Those are some. Well, I could do that master's joke book. Yes, that is more in my head. do the joke book. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he he's a reader. This this stupid brother of mine. Look at that. Oh, you guys got Silence of Catan. Yes. Uh, yeah. All the. I keep forgetting like that we have all these these games. We have Risk. We have Monopoly. We have all this, and I I never play them because I. Always forget we have them. Settlers of Catan is a, an interesting one. My friend Christian's. Uh, well, he's got me into that one, but that just. To me, it seems like such a weird game. It doesn't, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's all about uh, building roads and getting points and stuff. And but, trade and whatever. But I want a game where you, like, hit something or, like, <laughs> attack people. You know, like, like Mousetrap. Yeah, like Mousetrap. That's a great example. Yeah, but like, with Settlers of Catan, it's just, well, I'm farming. Does anybody have any goats? Like <laughs> Settlers of Catan is definitely like a power play game where, like, one person will get a monopoly on a certain uh, resource and then they'll just manipulate everyone else and turn into, like, a... I don't want to say dictator, but uh, it turns people against each other. You know, that's actually a really good description of it, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. It does. Yeah. It does kind of tear people apart. Um, but besides, you're, you're doing it. I actually tuned in last night by accident. Actually, no, I'll say it was on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I was just flipping through the channels. <laughs> and I heard you on the radio, and it's so weird to hear someone you know on the radio. Um, because you're like, hey, I, I know that guy. But, like, he's on the radio, uh, 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 yeah. Have you ever had that? Like, obviously, you, you work for Todd Cat, Todd Hancock, Todd Hancock, Toddcast podcast. You ever had that where you like you meet him in person? You're like, well, this is like, this is kind of weird. Well, yeah, hundred percent. Actually, uh, when I I met Todd when I was first going to uh, BCIT because I was active on Twitter and I tweeted him. I'm like, hey man, I really like your show. Sweet. He was, he was still on CFOX at that time, and he found out that I was at BCIT. He was like, come into the studio. Yeah. And I'm like, are you serious? Like that was the first moment of like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, and then, like, right when we meet up, I'm not even sure if I should be saying this on the radio. You know what? No, I'm not going to say this on the radio. All through just, like, tweeting him one time. It, exactly. Yeah. One tweet. Um, and it kind of snowballed into that. And then I got into the studio. I met Todd Hancock. I met Neil Morrison, uh, yeah. Drex, like, all of these guys, just having conversations with them. Uh, I helped Todd do a little bit of the rock report. I mean, like, he's, Todd works incredibly hard. Yeah, right. Uh, so, you know, he did the thing, but I was, yeah. uh, it was kind of, well, I, I was kind of a, I was a Fox fan. I um, mean, up until you know they laid off half the staff, like Neil Morris and Todd Hancock, and they moved a whole bunch of people around. And then, like afterwards, they kind of rebranded to C Fox, which was kind of cool. But I don't know, the personalities just aren't the same. It just doesn't have the same feeling to me. Yeah. Without those guys on the air, um, at least the Jeff O'Neill Jeff O'Neill show is still there, and then they're pretty great. But, I, I don't uh, think they'll ever get rid of Jeff O'Neill. No. Yeah, you know, with all the stuff that, even with the uh, the controversies that have happened with him, it's just, it's such good radio. Oh, it's so fun, too. Yeah. You just listen to him, you're like, you feel like you're part of the gang. 
Yeah. You're like, oh, and I'm not even participating in the conversation. I'm just listening to it. That That's a great way to describe it, too. Like, you feel like you're part of the gang. You feel like um, Jeff O'Neill and Captain Scotty and Carrigate. You feel like these are people that you just, like, yeah. had drinks with on Friday. Yeah, like you'd invite them over to your barbecue on Sunday. Yeah. Like that kind yeah. of situation. So, um, And that's good. That is that is darn good radio. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. And unfortunately, some some places are just, they're all about gimmicks now. They're all about, like, <laughs> who we're going to, like, prank today or, or, like, I don't know. I don't know I'm a little jaded with some radio shows, so I'm I'm not going to point any names. Yeah. But yeah. Alex, yeah. Yeah. oh, um, actually, I want to bring something up too because we were talking about uh, other people in broadcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, every so often on a weekend, I'll tune into uh, JRFM and I'll hear one of our old classmates, Kelly Charles. Oh, I was trying to get her on the podcast, but I uh, honestly forgot to ask well, her. If- <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that. I'll cut uh, that clip out so she doesn't kill me. But yeah, yes, I was just going to say, you got to cut that. In the future, I'll ask her on and we'll have a good conversation. Yeah. It, it's so surreal when you hear other people doing things. Uh, you know, Kelly on JRFM, yeah. Caitlin Barristow, when she does uh, her voiceover stuff, she did the voiceovers right. for those, um, uh, the Christy Clark there video game some, commercials. There's like election, uh, yeah, some election things, right? Yeah. That she Power up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting there like, is that Caitlin? And then you realize that you're on Caitlin's page because she yeah, shared it. She and shared you're it. like, of course it's her. Like, wow. Yeah. Uh, but these are people we went to school. Kelly Meadows. Oh my God. I, I work with Kelly right now. She's the uh, traffic reporter. On Global and stuff, right? I lost it her first day. I'm like, she's on Global? She's the helicopter lady. Yeah, she's uh, Amber Bell. She, she's the helicopter lady. Like, Yeah. And then my mom looks at me and goes, so what are you doing with your degree? I'm like, uh, no, don't. Mother, don't yeah, do this to me. Not today, please. Hey, like, well, now, I mean, you're doing sports broadcasting. At the same time, you're doing you're doing AM 730. You're doing Toncast podcast. You're doing all this stuff. Yep. I mean, it all just piles up. I mean, and next thing you're going to be like, the Alexander Kerrigan with his own morning show on some station in Vancouver. God really hopes. So. Actually, you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. I want a late night show. Oh, like a like a seven p.m. to like midnight or something situation. Yeah, because yeah, like it, I'm kind of doing those right now for AM seven thirty, doing like the four to midnight. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I really realized, you know, going back to broadcast here, is a lot of my broadcast heroes are late night TV show hosts. Like, right? I, I didn't realize how much I loved David Letterman until he left. Yeah, and yeah. then the absences, you're like, oh, man. Yeah, cause he was just one of those um, very smart, very satirical, very much everything is... Poking fun at somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Craig Ferguson, too. Craig Ferguson oh, he was, was brilliant. Gold standard. Absolute gold standard. Like I just love the fact that he can... Take... It was like an hour of improv comedy with him. That's just exactly a, an it. An hour. Yeah, like he he would do like outlines of the shows and everything else would just be like, well, let's see what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> let's have some fun. And and then when he brought Josh Robert Thompson in as uh, Jeff the Skeleton, um, oh god, Jeff is the best. Yeah, the best sidekick ever in late night. Yeah. Um, and then there's and there's a lot of good ones, but like Jeff, oh, so good. Yeah, yeah, Secretariat, like all that stuff. Like I. Anyway, going off of that, like I want a late night show because I think that's just it's just more fun. Um, yeah, and you can you can get away with more. The kids are put to bed. You can yeah. drop a couple f bombs if you want to and talk about some things. Uh, <laughs> maybe. A little risque, exactly. Yeah. Well, like last night I was watching TV at like ten ten thirty, and this this commercial for Durex comes on, and it's mm. like we all love explosive orgasms, and I'm like. This commercial's played like three times in the last half hour. Yeah. Like you would not get away with this at any other time of day. Yeah, they're not playing that during the Good Morning America stop no, set. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're playing at like ten thirty at night when everyone's winding down, going to bed, and the kids yeah. are already asleep. But um, 
Yeah, that, that's funny. I think I think that would be really cool. You got a very nice, I think, voice for the late night. You got the nice, deep, soothing voice because yeah. you get that those classic guys who kind of like almost lull you to sleep with how soft and smooth their voice is. So I think you'd be really, really well suited I, to that. Man. I could do like a QMFM, like the love songs. Oh yeah, they do that there. Yeah, like hey everybody, hey, uh, you want to send a dedication? <laughs> Do your best Barry White impression. Barry White. Oh. I don't know, just I, really, I, really deep, deep, but, deep. We really putting me on the spot here. Barry, <laughs> Barry White, Barry White. No, it's it's less guttural. It's more, you know, because he's, he's a big black he's man. Big guy. I, I don't think I can do one. I won't blame you if you can't. But um, there was one thing I wanted to try to, I was trying to remember it all, like the last 20 minutes we've been trying to. I don't know. We were talking about late night. We were talking we about were, like uh, broadcasters that we uh, went to school with. Uh, oh yeah, Jamie Sesford. Like he, Sess, um, yeah. he works with Corporation of Delta City of Delta. Now I live in Delta, which is weird. And his dad used to be the uh, the police commissioner. That's right. Or That's right. Chief or something. So, I believe he was the uh, police chief, but yeah. um, again, you know. That's uh, that's Jamie's dad. Well, uh, when, when you bring him onto the podcast, we'll ask him about. We'll that. Bring him on the podcast, and then, um, but like. It actually got me like thinking like he's not exactly in radio, but he's trying to get back into radio. Uh, we've known a lot of people who have kind of like shifted in and out or some like I know some of our classmates that just didn't even go into radio. They went other directions completely. Um, mm-hmm. Some I haven't heard of from in three years since we graduated. Like what's it been three years now? Yeah, there's a it has been three years. We graduated in 2014 and uh, there's a lot of people that, yeah, I just haven't really heard from or heard about um, and I, I hope they're doing well, but yeah, mm-hmm. not everybody's using that piece of paper that they got. That's true. And, it, and it's similar to like when you go to high school and like, everyone's like, Oh my God, we got to stay in touch, blah, blah, blah. And then like a year later, there's those people you've never talked to. And you're like, I could live without talking to those yep. people. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I could live without talking to them. Um, cause I keep running into people. Uh, I was, I'm from a pretty small town. We all went to one high school for the one town. It's like you go to the Safeway or something. You're going to run into somebody. Really? Just one high school out here in Latin? There's just one high school. Um, so what? Well, there's like 30,000 people live here. School has about 1,600 students every year. 30,000? I think. That's, okay, yeah. Well, it's, it's getting up there because they're building more and more stuff and more and more people are moving here. But yeah, it's a pretty small town, Like, but you still run into people like uh, that you haven't seen in years. Um, I'm trying to think of the last person that happened to me, but like, have you ever had that where like you run into someone who you might not even remember like that you know them? Oh, 100%. Like you see them and you're like, Oh, shit, I know this person. See, the thing, uh, that happens to me almost on a daily basis. Uh, and the reason for that is I also live in a semi-small town, you know, South Surrey, White Rock around mm, there. Yeah. And I cashiered at a dollar store for three years. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, you know, when you do that at a dollar store, like, everyone goes to a dollar store, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, like, there's something for everyone yeah, out Oh, there. I need some zap straps or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. A dollar store. Yeah. At, after the dollar store, I went out to the liquor store. So oh, I did a lot of retail there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there are a ton of people that like, when I'm shopping, they'll look at me like halfway. They're like, are you that guy? And I'm like, yep, that was me. Are, are you the guy who came in for the uh, toothbrushes? Or yeah. did you come into the liquor store for extra old stock? Or Yeah, you bought a 48 pack for me one time. Yep. <laughs> yep. Everyone in White Rock has bought some kind of alcohol or some kind of cheap thing from, from me you. at one point. That's yeah. hilarious. Oh, my so, goodness. So that happens a lot, yeah. But um, maybe not as often as it might happen with you because like, it was – a bit more spaced out yeah. over in uh, South Surrey, White Rock. I'm, I'm talking about high school specifically now because we had Earl Marriott, EMS, and Elgin. So, like, I'll I'll see people from semi every so often. But oh. uh, 
yeah, we, we didn't all go to the same high school, so it, I don't think it happens as often. I mean, I always hear stories about EMS, which is, that's Earl Marriott, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, I always hear stories like bad things happening there. Unfortunately, like last year or the year before, there was a stabbing there or oh, something. And that's like, right, yeah. And then even before then, I heard, I just keep hearing bad things about it. And like, I visited the school, and it's, it's a nice freaking school. Like, it's like impressive. It's all clean and shit. And then, and then you hear all these stories, you're like, what happened? Like, I don't know. Um, but we used to play volleyball against them, so they're sworn enemies. Yep, yep. The Mariners, eh? Yeah. You didn't go to EMS, did you? No. Oh, good. No. Sworn enemies. Sworn enemies, yeah. <laughs> um, but you're a big Spider-Man fan, right? Huge. Okay, because I remember I, I've seen you with a Spider-Man shirt at some point in my life. I, I know this for a fact. It's It was the last three Halloween costumes. Okay, there we go. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's why I've seen it. Um, have you seen Spider-Man Homecoming yet? No, oh, not yet. Oh, uh, no. my, my brother had tickets last week, but I had to work. Ah, uh, that sucks. Yeah, I I was really upset about that. And I mean, it, the movie's essentially been spoiled for me already. Not by my brother, but just by you know spending time just on hearing the internet. things. Oh, yeah, okay, just yeah. Having an internet connection, I already know how it starts and ends. Like, oh no, yeah. But I think like what it, what's in between is really cool. Yeah, because they really do the character justice. It's really fun. Um, oh man. I, think I was so- like, I thought we could talk about it, but I, I don't want to spoil anything now. Ah. I, th- I think sometime tonight is when I'm going to go and oh, uh, cool. head down and just just get it out. Because yeah, yeah. I'm a gigantic Spider-Man fan, and I'm really uh, excited to see how they kill Uncle Ben again. <laughs> <laughs> right? like- it's a staple of all the uh, amazing Spider-Man <laughs> movies. Um, they say that Uncle Ben is the only comic book character that actually stayed dead. Oh, wow. Yeah, because no one actually revives him because Spider-Man needs that motivation. Exactly, yeah. Like, everybody else comes back. Like, Iron Man, Captain America, uh, yeah. Hulk. Like, they've all died in the comics and came back. Hawkeye. Um, yeah. Uncle, Uncle Ben. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to get a stand I know why he never came back. It's because they made rice out of his dead body. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see those pictures of the Comic-Cons of, like, yeah, Spider-Man holding a box of Uncle Ben's? Oh, and he's like, he falls to his knees yeah. or something, and he's crying. <laughs> that kills me every time. Like, I love that stuff. I want to I be that guy at the uh, Comic-Con Just walking year. around. Yeah. Hey, San Diego Comic-Con, I think it's like next week, so I mean... Yep. Quit your job, spend a lot of money, and go down there. Dude, why not? Yeah. <laughs> be a reporter. Just get out there and get at cool. that... Uh, um, I actually just saw a report about the Avengers Infinity War trailer. Uh, they're going to couple it with Thor Ragnarok. So we're ex- oh, that's later this year. Then yeah, it's November. Yeah. So, Whoa. So we're getting a uh, Infinity Wars breaking scoop, guys. Nice. Um, we're getting that one in November, and um, somebody already posted a little. They couldn't actually post a video, but they oh. posted the uh, a breakdown of it. Oh, so just like typing it out. And- yeah. So the first scene is this, and then it leads into this. Wow. And- Good memory. Whoever watched that and typed it out. Damn. Yeah. I suppose it's like they don't want. Yeah, they want to like give it to the fans at first because it was like this Disney thing, right? This Disney twenty yep. three or D twenty three? Yeah, D twenty three. That was yeah. that's what it was. Because yeah. there's a lot of Star Wars stuff came out, and I'm someone complained to my brother that we talk about Star Wars too much on this podcast. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold. Well, back. that person can jump off a tree <laughs> and break an arm, but not yeah. hurt themselves too seriously. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I try and like ran in, but I, like as soon as I think of Star Wars, I'm like, ah, ah, I, uh, yeah. I have to talk about. Um, but yeah, so there's. D23, lots of stuff. Avengers Infinity War. Cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I'm not going to spoil too much about it, um, but if you are so inclined, just Google D23 Infinity War. The synopsis should come up. I think I saw it on Mashable. Um, oh, it's on one of those big web- websites probably. Ex- yeah. yeah, you're not going to be looking too hard. You won't yeah. be looking too, yeah. Um, 
it's something, man. Whoa. It is something. I mean, yeah. they're still like, I think they're still filming it too like they're still filming because it's like in two parts right so yep it's gonna take a while for him to like finish everything i can't remember i think you're right uh yeah well you're right they're they're probably still filming it i can't remember or not well uh, since it's in two parts and i mean this is kind of a thing that started with harry potter do you like two-part movies like the hunger games harry potter i mean i'm not you probably didn't watch twilight but they did that too well i think it kind of depends like in terms of like hunger games and twilight and you know lord of the rings and stuff those are you know book trilogies and you have like a big thing to work from there right Um, i thought it was kind of weird that they decided to make a trilogy out of the hobbit movies because that was weird you really can tell that story in an hour and a half yeah that's not that hard to do yeah um but it it depends on how they do it like i want uh it's got to be a good story Oh yeah, you, know, you can't sure. just have three. Like, let's use Transformers as an example. Like, oh yeah, that should not be a multi-film franchise. No. And if you're gonna have a multi-film franchise, tell a better story. Like, and don't just th- don't just show me metal in a blender. You know, that's. <sighs> I mean, it's a very beautiful blender, but yeah, yeah great, <laughs> great blender, top-notch blender. But like, and you know, Megan Fox bending over a uh, a muscle car is never gonna yeah. get old to me. But like, that's I could watch that once. And be done with it and put it on a shelf and just forget about it. But if it's a good story, I'm in. Uh But too often, well, no, I I won't go that far. Too often, it's shit. Too often, it's just terrible. (laughs) Uh, But one thing that you do see with a lot of these like multi-film franchises is their book adaptations. Oh, yeah. Okay. There is stuff there to adapt. So I'm kind of okay with that, but... I'm not going to be a fan of Twilight. Yeah. Like that's that's just not a book that I am going to pick up. So no, I I'm, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I, yeah, it did start it started with the Harry Potter Deathly Hallows part 1 and 2. And like part 1 was kind of boring, kind of slow cuz it was a lot of setup for part 2. Yeah. And then yeah. you get to part 2 and it was like a lot of action, lots of stuff's going down. So I was like, okay, I like part 2 better. P- part 1 is foreplay. Yeah, and, and then, then part, part 2 is yeah. the uh the Durex intense <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> I uh, like how you tied that back yeah. in there. <laughs> it's just, it's all I've been thinking about all day. Durex, like, they're good marketing. Um, so, uh, yeah, so then that was pretty good. And then I I don't know, the Hunger Games movies, like the first one I liked. And then from there, it kind of just like dissipated. And then they did also the, the, that split third movie into like three and four. I, I never watched the Hunger Games. Yeah, any of the movies? No. You know what? You're not losing out. You're not missing out. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first one was really cool. And then, then the follow-ups were like, uh Okay. It's gonna, yeah, I mean, yeah. this is kind of below you, Jennifer Lawrence. You're a better actor than this. Yeah. Um, you can kind of tell that at some point she's phoning it in. Yeah. So she's yeah. just like, no. Hey, girl, get paid. Yeah, get get your get, get your millions and then work on something you actually want to work on. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so, wow, whatever. I'm just uh, I'm just pissed about split movies. Yeah. Part well, one and two. I mean, like, why do it, right? Like, it's, yeah. if you can tell the story in one, do it. Like, it's... Yeah, I mean... People are getting a more like the new Spider-Man movie. It's two hours and fifteen minutes long. People are getting a little more tolerant of longer movies because, um, like, we left Spider-Man and there was there wasn't anyone groaning like, "Oh, that took forever." It's because they kept you consistently entertained and they they structured it well and they paced it well. So you just got to make a better movie if you're going to make long movies. Now, now here's a contrast. Here's one on the other side: The Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh, what a terrible movie! Right? Like that could have <laughs> that easily could have been three movies. Yeah, like, way too that's much. That's one that you could adapt into one movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've got the uh, the Peter Parker's parents. Uh, say that five times fast, by the way. Peter Parker's parents. Peter Parker's parents. Um, you've got their spies. You know, that's yeah. a whole separate story that, that itself. That was weird. Uh, 
that actually happened in the comics though so really? i can see why they did it yeah um, okay it was one of those i think it was a marvel ultimates like agents of shield uh oh, okay so up, like yeah. a like a spinoff story yeah yeah um i don't think it was like canon as they say right uh but yeah that actually happened so i could see why they did it but mm-hmm. i can't see why they decided to stick that in there in the first place it's like dude like the electro story uh and the uh the hobgoblin stuff that's enough yeah the hobgoblin and then like gwen was like leaving for the uk and like so he's got the Peter Parker story, you got the Electro story, you got the Goblin story, you got the Parrot story. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and then you got the so Rhino much, in there, too? Yeah, that's a great point. There's probably a bunch of stuff that we forgot about with all of this stuff. <sighs> that could be one. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this one, the Spider-Man Homecoming does a good job of just focusing on, like, one or two central conflicts and then keeping it there, but... That's yeah, good, amazing, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Now I'm riled up. Alex, <laughs> what now I'm done? angry, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um... I think I talked to I talked about this last week, um, but there's a movie I saw, Baby Driver. I keep talking about it because I'm trying oh, to spread no. I'm trying to spread the word because this movie's really good. Okay, and uh, there's a lot of people I've spoken to that like they're not, they're not sure what it, the movie is. So if you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. No, I have not okay. seen Baby Driver. So it's no. basically like it's a getaway movie. It's like the Baby Driver. The main character's name is Baby. He's getaway driver, Baby Driver. <laughs> And go, uh, go figure. Yeah, and it's all synced up to music, and uh, all the actions, all the sound effects, everything synced to the music that's playing in his iPod because he's got tinnitus, so he's got this ringing in his ears. He drowns it out with music. Oh, and uh, great movie. Check it out. Okay, we're we're getting at some pretty cool stuff here because like one of the things that uh, that I've noticed as well about movies is you're getting so many adaptations and mm-hmm. you're not getting so many original stories but yeah. these original stories are definitely out there case, yeah. case in point Baby Driver yeah this one is written and directed by Edgar Wright the guy who did Shaun of the Dead Hot Fuzz uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World that's sick so it's he, that's his movie um, he did another one The World's End so he did the Cornado yeah. Trilogy and a couple other movies so like it's, it's definitely in that style uh, if you like Hot Fuzz it's in that style if you like Sean did it's in, it's in that style as well. I, yeah I, I'm a fan of those movies I liked uh, Hot Fuzz especially was just one of those ones because you know it kind of throws you for a loop at the end there yeah yeah. You th- it, at first you think it's it's such a serious movie but it's so serious it's funny yeah and then yeah. it turns into like this kind of goofy comedy as it goes on which is just perfect Dude, th- there were a couple parts during Hot Fuzz that like I maybe it was intentional maybe it was unintentional but just made me like just absolutely lose myself like, when he's jogging and he's got a button-up shirt on yeah and i'm like who does that <laughs> like yeah <laughs> see, it's because he's got a uniform for running he's, he's yeah. got to have a uniform yeah <laughs> actually when i was uh when i was younger i lived in the dark land of south africa Ooh. uh we went to school where we the had to wear southern africa yes oh jesus christ <laughs> we had to wear uh these uh uniforms button-up white t-shirt button-up white shirts and like shorts and like the high socks and black shoes and the whole thing oh wow the whole uh, nine, yeah. like you see in like harry potter or whatever and um for pe we'd have to change into the school's pe uniform and it was it was a button-up polo oh my god with the school's logo on the front, and then we wore these because the colors were purple. We wore these purple shorts, <laughs> and you couldn't have like your socks had to be plain white, um, and you had to have I think it was white runners or something like it was like the uniform was even carried over into PE, like very much uniform. So maybe that's what they were they were making fun of was like like school uniforms or something. But uh, I can see that, yeah, like, that. <laughs> A, a polo for gym wear like that that just breathes so well right <laughs> and it was in like south african heat this was dry as hell oh it's hot all the time 
And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just a funny little thing. This yeah. does not sound like a win-win scenario. It's like, but it's got a collar. It's very proper. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right. I can just see somebody like giving you a hard time for being in gym and like your collar's messed up. Why is there a sweat it's on your, your shirt? Collar. Yeah. 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 Wait, stop running right now and fix your yes. collar. Back straight when you run. Yeah. It's like what? Yeah. No, please stop this. Um yeah, and that's Let me try and think. Uh you know what? I always ask people how their week was at the beginning of the podcast, but I forgot. And I'm like, we're almost at the end now. But I'll ask you now, how okay. was your week, Alex? Well, you didn't really tell me when we started running, so I'm That's cool true. Yeah. I just We just kind of like jumped in because we were already talking about like Miami and stuff. But yeah, yeah. How was your week, Alex? Um, well, it was good. It was good. You know, I, uh, I'm still starting out over at AM 730. And like, you know, I've got to be honest, man. I am still so green. Uh, still the new guy, huh? Still the new guy, yep. You know, I'm still... Uh, <laughs> I actually did... There's a dishwasher at work, and I've taken it upon myself. Like, well, if I'm the new guy, like, this is something that a new guy would do. Let's go ahead and do that. But, yeah. Because um, right now for AM 730, I, I sound really good on air. Right. But some of the other behind the scenes stuff, I'm still kind of working out. Like, oh, my, like organizational wise? Or, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, the writing, the tweeting, like sending traffic reports over to CKNW. Like, there's a lot of things that I could still tighten up there. So mm-hmm. I tell people that I'm a piece of Ikea furniture. <laughs> I look really nice, but the screws need to start getting tightened up. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's going good. Like I did um, 4 to 12s, yeah, for the whole uh, Wednesday through to Sunday. Um, what did I even do Monday? Tuesday? I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> nothing really. Just... Uh, Oh, and writing for uh, for Todd. I got to start getting some more stuff on up on his site. But uh, yeah, man, working for uh, AM seven thirty is a, a surprising mental drain. Yeah, uh, physically, because well, like you say, four to twelve, it's yep. eight hours. You're just on all the time. Yep, and you need to be like on all the time. Oh yeah, uh, and it's not it's like you get breaks. Like for example, at a music station, you're doing like a five hour shift, and you're you're doing like three to four breaks an hour. You're on every like two minutes, yep, or so, roughly, depending on how long your commercials are, or whatever. Like you're always talking. I can't imagine. I imagine you're out of breath, like well, a lot. You know, the sports broadcasting really helped um, because. Oh, okay, because you got to be like on your toes. Okay. Oh yeah, and, and those are like three-hour shifts nonstop. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, with the uh, with the Langley Rams, it's not so bad because I do color commentary, so I can take little breaks. But when I do the Surrey Nights, it's play by play all the time. Like Hirose, back to. Uh, well, because it's Mar- audio only, or is it um, is it streamed like web streamed? We have a video. We have a web stream. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, even though even then though, you gotta like you gotta keep people like up to date with every single yeah. thing that's happening. Like, well, oh. our camera guy wasn't so great last year, so uh, he didn't. Uh, you know, we told him just to do bare bones because he wasn't like a camera guy. So yeah. Yeah, I, I really had to color in a lot of those details, but yeah. but that does help good with. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. great practice. Um, but that helps with the um with having to talk so often. Like my voice is pretty conditioned. You know, there's free coffee and free. Of course, there's free water. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if they made you pay for oh it? Oh my god! Yeah. Like a nickel suck. glass. I mean, no, water's a right. Okay, it's a human yeah. right. Give the man some water. Yeah. This is not a privilege here. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, but it's. It is kind of tough to be talking for that long. Um, there are little tricks you can do. Like if you know something is not going to change, like say a weather report, mm-hmm. uh, you know it's always going to be, you know, chance of showers on Thursday. Yeah. You can record that for 30 seconds and oh, then cool. run that into your breaks. And then you have two minutes to uh, to take a bathroom break. Yeah. But I need to pee. Yeah. Yeah. Cause people <laughs> don't think about that too. Like with the radio broadcasters, like, yeah, you're in there. Yeah. And there's really no opportunity unless you do things like that yeah. to get out and 
get something to eat, get a... Because if I'm talking for 45 to 50 minutes out of an hour, how am I going to eat a burrito? Like that's, Yeah, you have 10 minutes, what, to go heat it up, and then you got to come back. Yeah, yeah, there's so much running in and out of the studio yeah. and sending the reports out, so this... There's little tricks that you can do with that, but you're right. Like, especially uh, with that point with music radio versus talk radio. Because yeah. music radio, yeah, you're only coming on. Like, if you're going on eight times during an hour, that's a lot. Like, yeah. that's a fair bit for music radio. But yeah, 45 minutes out of the hour for talk radio. Woo wee! Yeah. I mean, I we do our our podcasts are between like 30, 40 minutes. Like we used to do them almost an hour, but we're like we should cut down because. Yeah. Like, you actually, like, at the end, we're like, oh, I didn't know it, but I'm getting a little tired of talking. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I need a nap here. Yeah. Like, oh, in my regular life, I, I don't I don't talk this much. What is going on? Um, so, like, yeah, I can't imagine eight hours. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's not easy. But, um, again, with the, uh, the play-by-play stuff, it's getting easier. Yeah, it's, it can, it can get rough. It can get rough. And that's how my week went. No. How did your week go, Tim? How did my week go? Uh, it was actually very uneventful. I got a hammock, though. Oh! Which I'm very excited about. I got a big, uh, it's like a double size uh, string hammock. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you can fit two people in there. My dad's like, oh, you're never going <laughs> to sit in that thing. I was like, I'm going to prove you wrong. I bought this thing and I'm going to I'm gonna use it. Yeah. Uh, so, I've sat in it like twice. <laughs> well, since when? Uh, oh, how'd your week go? I had twice? it for about six six days. Six days? Hey, that's a good average. That's once every three days. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was the most exciting thing to happen to me, which I'm, I am still very excited about. I mean, I've never had a hammock before. My dad said he had a hammock in the garage for like eight years, and then he gave it to the thrift store. I was like, why didn't you tell me? Yeah, like that. <laughs> the yeah. trip is like getting mad at, well, you know, parents is the only really thing that where this would come up. But like if somebody has something for so long and then they give it away, we're like, dude, I would have loved that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like, oh yeah, I just had this uh, pile of cash lying in a bag in the in the garage for like 10, 10 years, but I didn't use it. So I'm you like, know what? Decided I didn't need it. Didn't need it. Just gave it to a homeless guy. Thanks, Todd. Oh Jesus. Um. So you bought a hammock. I bought a hammock, and not as cheap as I would have expected. Yeah. Because you got to buy the stand for him too. Because like you can hang it from like a tree or, or like a fence, but our fence is gonna fall over anytime now. Yeah. And we have like one tiny tree in the backyard, so I'm like, okay. Not gonna work with the tree, so I had to buy a stand for it. it came out to like two hundred bucks. Oh, all, wow. all together. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit in this thing a lot to make it worth it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and hopefully, I mean, my dad said he's used it. Uh, my brother's using it yesterday, so I need people to use it to justify my purchase. Well, hey, I can go out and use it. We'll oh, yeah, we'll, I'll give you. I'll give you the yeah. royal tour in the hammock. Um, that sounds good. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, Alex, thanks so much for coming, man. Oh, thank I appreciate, you for having I'd me. Love to have you back again. Yeah, let's um, do it. Especially because, I mean, you came through for me because next week I'm going to be away. So we're actually pre-recording this a week ahead of time. Ooh. Breaking the magic. Breaking the magic. So are we talking to people from the past? Like, is this a time capsule? Yeah, this is a time capsule. for them? I think we would be the time capsule for future other people. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that was hard for me. I should have (laughs) just... For me, you got me a little tripped up there. I was like, wait, wait, what's real? What's not? Hey, Uh, uh, one last thing I want to mention is um, actually two things. One, thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. It was a pleasure. pleasure. Um, Wouldn't it be cool to have like a BCIT roundtable? Just like get a couple of people from the, uh, you know, like Caitlin is somebody that I'd love to talk to because she does her voiceover stuff now. Well, yeah. And I mean, she she directed me towards some some voiceover classes, which I'm taking right now. Yeah, yeah. 
because I was like, Caitlin, I know you're doing voiceover. You, would you recommend anywhere to go? She, so she recommends this place I go to right now, and it's been really cool because I've learned a lot and I've met some really cool people. And uh, there's a potential that I might, you know, be yeah. full time professional voiceover actor type thing. Wow. Hopefully. Well, I mean, you know, clearly you had the setup to do something like that here. Yes. Hopefully this will all work out and not break down on me. Do you, but, have, uh, do you have any characters? Do you have any voices? Uh, at the moment, I did this one. Uh, I did this one uh, a couple weeks ago in, in one of our classes. This character called Voodoo Daddy. Voodoo. Oh, this is okay. Yeah, um, yeah. It was uh, it was supplied by one of our instructors, but it was basically just uh, if you can think. I'm trying to compare him to someone that would be uh, that would get people in mind. But it was like I'd come in and I'd be like, Hey, oh, it's the Voodoo. Okay, yeah. So it's like he's really uh, flamboyant, rambunctious, like really Ooh. over the top. I've got one. Uh, have you ever watched uh, Metalocalypse? Metal? I've no, but I've heard the name before. Uh, there's a clown, Roscoe the Clown, on there. Oh, yeah, uh, Roscoe the Clown. Is that the guy who does I cocaine? Do cocaine. <laughs> yeah, okay, I've seen that yeah. clip. I've seen and that he, one. And clip. he blows up a uh, one of those long blues with his butt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I saw the clip. Do you cocaine? <laughs> Yeah, that's so, so fucking hilarious. Wild, yeah, big, right? Yeah. Oh god, yeah. So I, it's very similar to that. I do that. I did. Uh, I did an old guy last week, but it was like it would hurt my voice. So I don't want to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Because it was uh, it was getting really grumbly and and uh, and because he was like some kind of colonel. Okay, or yeah. Whatever, and uh, he was he was supposed to be a ghost too. So I was like, I was trying to oh. make him ghosty and and old and colonelly, and I was like, uh, and it hurt my voice. So I was like. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, an old Colonel Ghost, Colonel yeah. Ghost guy, and it's for this funny cartoon. But like, he he gets like over the top, and like I, during the class, I was like, I was doing this, and I was like, oh, and I did this one thing. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna drink some water, and I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah. hide in the corner, yeah. guys. And then everyone else is like on the other side of the production booth, staring at you. Yeah, and you're just like, oh my god, they just saw me like, mess that yeah, up. Just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, yeah. What else? I mean. I'm trying to think that was that's one of my favorite ones that I've done. Uh, they've gotten me to do a lot of stuff just in my regular voice. Yeah, yeah. Because they're saying like, hey, yeah, um, uh, a lot of voice directors in in the city are looking for people just to use their regular voice because for shows like, for example, My Little Pony is produced here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for any bronies out there, yeah, they're uh, out there. They've used so many uh, actors' voices in that show already, but they don't want to reuse anybody. So they're just looking for people to start doing their regular voices instead of like their pony voices. So whatever. you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you just got to find whoever runs that show. I don't know who runs that show, but uh, that's one of the, one of the instructors was telling me like, yeah, if you guys ever want to do My Little Pony. I, I don't want to like stereotype her, but I've got a good feeling Caitlin knows. I feel like she may have been on that show before. Prop- yeah. You know what? That, that seems She's like, got a yeah. very sweet voice. So yeah. it, it makes sense that she'd be... She'd play a pony or something similar. Um, yeah, but anyways, Alex, thanks again so much for coming. Thanks Do you have me. any uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram things you want to plug? Uh, actually, for the most part, it's all Kerrigan PXP for my accounts. But mm. uh, if we're gonna plug it, Todd Cast Podcast. There we it go. Is, Todd is single-handedly the best boss I've ever worked for, um, and his content is top-notch. Uh, he does. I, I love podcasts that bring on a wide variety of guests, and that's mm-hmm. Todd. Like he, 
on one episode, he'll bring on a mixed martial arts fighter or uh, a stand-up comedian and a musician. Whoa. And pr- pretty much the standard is um, music guest, entertainment guest, and um, comedian, I believe. Right. Um, oh, music, entertainment, sports. Pardon me. Music, entertainment, sports. That's so cool. there is always variety. He'll play those uh, the indie bands from Vancouver. He's also got a couple of shows coming up. I believe he's got one coming up at the, uh, the Railway on August 3rd. So um, live recordings of the podcast or just live broadcasts? Uh, just it's a show. Uh, he's oh, going to cool. have some musical guests come on uh, for the way. I'm like, God, I got these sweets that I should be sending out. I should know this off by heart. Shouldn't <laughs> I? Um, but uh, Todd, check out Todd Hancock. Toddcast podcast. Get it on his uh, social media feeds. His uh, Twitter. It's all Toddcast podcast. And um, and yeah, perfect. Thank you very much, Kerrigan PXP. Kerrigan if I'm PXP. saying that right. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, always on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're Wonder Boys Cast. We're on our website, wonderboys.ca. Facebook's just the Wonder Boys cast, I think. The Wonder Boys podcast. I should know this too, shouldn't I? <laughs> it should be written down somewhere. Maybe, yeah. yeah, we should just have a big piece of paper just slapped on the wall here. Um, yeah, the Wonder Boys podcast on Facebook. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on podcast.com. Uh, we're in your mom's basement in her CD collection. Can't confirm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing uh, weird going on there. Uh, and thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.